You know, I was thinking as I was watching this, I'm so grateful that you're a Christmas person. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's but just... not like this kind of Christmas no, person. No. I was thinking, this yeah. might be an extended episode. I have 46 <laughs> pages of notes. But I wore my Snoopy shirt, my Yay. Snoopy Christmas. They keep saying they wanted to be longer. Yeah, well, here we, here we go. go. <laughs> Hi, Julia Bezzavalli. Hi, Patrick Hines. Hey, can I give one more plug for my traveling book party? You better. Fam, the cities are selling out. We are sold out in Boston. We had to add a show in Chicago. That's almost sold out, too. We're coming to a lot of other cities. I can't think of them all off the top New, of my head. Right here in New York City. I'll be opening there. Opening night in New York City, January 21st. I want to blow out the opening night show. You're going to be there. I wouldn't miss it for the world. It's going to be cool. We're going to do a little dance party. I'm going to read a chapter from the book. We're going to play a game. I've come up with a game we're going to do. Amazing. Let's I'm go. I'm going to be dancing. I'm going to stay and meet everybody and take all the pictures. So come on. Come and see me and get your tickets fast because they are selling out. Just go to truecrimeobsessed.com. Click on the CS Live link while you're there. Maybe get your tickets to Obsessed Fest. Sure, that would be fun. Fam, Obsessed Fest year two, Dallas, October 20th to the 22nd. It's going to be like 4,000 people hanging out, making best friends, true crime panels, meetups, yeah. meet and greets, live shows. Yeah, fun stuff like bingo, sing-alongs, karaoke, yeah. like really, really All fun All your stuff. favorite true crime podcasters, grab us in the hallway, grab us while we're having lunch, grab yeah. us while we're having a drink. We want to give you hugs. We want to give you pictures. We want to yeah. say hi. We're there to see you. So. I think you and I said hi to every single person. Every if I didn't say person. hi to you, I apologize. I know. I am also shocked <laughs> I because I can't I believe it. But let's do it again next year. It's going to be the best time. And also, join us on the Patreon. Yes, please. It's over 350 full ad-free bonus apps. It's where you can find all of our coverage of like the serial and the staircase and yeah. making a murderer and the Lacey Peterson doc. Right. And then these episodes on the regular feed, you get them ad-free. Yeah, on the exactly. And then we do like AMAs and fun things. But there's like also tons of video content there too. Yes. So lots of stuff from Obsessed Fest. Our live show is there. Yep. Go check it out. Our very first live show that we ever did is also on it's there. It's also <laughs> like there. years and years it's, ago. And we look like babies. Muppet babies. We absolutely. Like Muppet, Muppet babies. babies. And that's it. Join the Facebook group. Okay, great. That's all. Great. Should we get to this nonsense? I'm, yes. Okay. <laughs> I wore my Snoopy Christmas shirt. I'm ready to go. Yes. Jingle bells. No, 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 no. We're not celebrating the holidays in this one. Uh, no, we are. Okay, it's twas the fight before Christmas on Apple TV Plus, whatever it is. This came out in 2021, and everyone was dying for us to do it, so we're doing it. Here we go. I am the only American, probably the only person in the world, who has been banned by a federal court from decorating for Christmas. I love Christmas more than life itself. Christmas tree time, let's go! He doesn't know when to stop. Some people call me Mr. Christmas. Accurate. This is the one. Honey, it's too big for the dining room. We gotta get a bigger house. (laughs) Jeremy Morris said that he was going to be purchasing a home in our subdivision. Jeremy asked a ton of questions, seemed kind of weird. This house, it's perfect for hosting this Christmas show. What is this guy up to? This Christmas show, 5,000 people. We need to make it bigger. Noise, the traffic. The people in this neighborhood didn't want it. My neighbors are essentially terrorists. I wanted to become the guy who saved Christmas. Oh, you didn't get a permit. This is a miracle. You don't get permits for miracles. 
Girl, we open in a storage unit. This man is calling it his North Pole storage. His name is Jeremy Morris. He's the worst. He tells us, and he like knows he's the worst. But he's one of those people who loves being the worst. Can I say this? I didn't know he was the worst until like 15 minutes in. For the first 15 minutes, he's Clark Griswold from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Right, and everyone knows Chevy Chase is a dick. I know, but like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, it should be a national holiday. Yeah. Doris Roberts is in it. Didn't she come yeah, up in an episode totally. recently? <laughs> Julia Doris Lewis, Johnny Galecki. Yeah, a lot of people. The whole gang is the here. Gang's Beverly D'Angelo. Well, she's in all of them, right? Uh, yes, yes. Is Christy Brinkley in that one too? Yes, she is. Christy Brinkley winked at my dad once. <laughs> We've heard this. <laughs> The point is just this guy is like that, like the the dad from and like yeah. so so he's charming and doofy until he becomes terrifying. Well, but what's interesting to me is that you just blew right past the fact that he says in the first thirty seconds, yeah. I am the only person to ever have a federal court ban me from decorating for Christmas. I know, and you're like, I like him I, because in the beginning, I'm kind of like I just assumed this guy had a bunch of grumpy Gus neighbors who right. didn't like his Clark Griswoldness, right. and they were just jerks, and he was just like a sweet lovable doof. No, to but me... But that's not the case. He's very intense yeah. and very weird off the bat. And I'm not saying loving Christmas or the holidays is weird. Please, no. Please, please, please. Yes. These, these two people in this booth, you and I love the holiday season. Totally. We listen to Christmas music in July. I love it so much. You know much. what I mean? So yes. it's not like, oh, you're weird for no. liking reindeer. Like, no. it's not that. But he goes, Jeremy's like... I wanted to take part of this film because it just seemed like a fun opportunity. Like, I mean, how many people ever get to be in a film... I had a lot of people tell me not to be in this film, believe it or not, because what they'll do is they'll make you look like a crazy person. Everyone I know told me not to be in this film, but I crave attention and any opportunity to guess, totally. like, so here I am. And he goes, people in my life were like, don't do it. They'll make you look like a crazy person. And I'm like, Jeremy, sweetheart, you're doing that all by yourself. I know. And, but this is where I'm saying, again, he seems like a lovable idiot, which right. is kind of like the name of my second book. And, and then he's like, and then he goes immediately into, I thought this was America. I uh, thought this was America. And I'm like, oh, I that, know. Mm, where's but that going to go? But then two seconds later, we're in the woods with him while he and his family are going to chop down the perfect Christmas tree. Uh -huh. Again, right out of National Lampoon's right, Christmas right, Vacation. Right. I thought it was really sweet. He berates his wife a little bit. Well, he's immediately calling all the shots. Yes. The kids are like, what about that one? He's like, no. And because he's like the authority on <laughs> yeah, Christmas, yeah, 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 like yeah. he's Mr. Christmas or whatever stupid name he calls himself. <laughs> and then the wife is like, Jeremy, her yeah. name is Chrissy. Yeah. And she's like, Jeremy, that's not going to fit in our living room. No. like that. And she's being rational. And he's like, if you love me, but you'll let me get the perfect tree. Can I tell you that Steve and I had this exact same fight last year? I didn't care that the tree was too big. We got it. And and I strong-armed Steven to getting it, and it was and too big. Right. And he was right. And, he, and then I know it exactly. I I know it exactly. The tree's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, no. And he's sitting there like... And I'm like, what well, did I say? I guess I'll check in and see how you fixed that later. Right. I'm going to have a tree. Yeah, I'm going to go leave. I'm going to make myself a coffee. I leave know. Leave the half and half on the counter and you figure out all of it. But, you know, to me, it seems sweet in the beginning. That's so funny. Yeah. I'm shocked that you felt that way. I didn't know anything about this guy. So we learned that his name is Jeremy. Yeah. It's 2014. We're in North Idaho. Yeah. And he says, Some people call me Clark Griswold. Accurate. Some people call me the Christmas lawyer. Definitely. And some people call me Mr. Christmas. I love Christmas more than life itself. I love Christmas more than life itself. Which I gotta say is too much. And 
And I love Christmas. You love Christmas. Right. But there's a line. He's wrong. Yeah. That's not what he means. My thing is, I don't think Jeremy yeah. loves Christmas more than life itself. I think he loves being known as the guy who loves Christmas. Yeah. And to me, that's very different. It is very different. And like, you know when people just, they've never had an identity. This is his whole personality. Yep. They find something that they can sort of like attach themselves to. They become that kooky guy who loves that thing. That's this guy. Right. But he also, we'll get into it. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of things that he's making his personality. Yes. And yes. just like being the guy who's like weirdly in love with Christmas. And again, yeah. these two no, and I love loving Chris- ding dong. He does say, say that Clark Griswold is a hero of his. <laughs> I kind of love that moment. <laughs> <laughs> so Christy, Jeremy's wife, tells us that in the fall of 2014, Jeremy starts decorating for Christmas. And he yes. almost falls off the roof doing so. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <Right here. laughs> and so Jeremy gets out Roby the robot, which is this robot that gives out cotton candy. Now, everyone calm down. Because cotton candy is Daisy's favorite food. And if there was a robot that existed that made cotton candy the way this robot does, that would be Daisy's best friend. Who are you telling to calm down exactly? I know. <laughs> The person who's, like, not not screaming yet. (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, I'm still under the spell at this point. I see. Okay, okay, This guy, like, all he wants to do is, like, decorate the shit out of his house, raise money for a cancer organization. Which was his wife's idea. Hold on. But he wants to give out cotton candy and hot chocolate. He wants to make an event. He wants to put on a show. He wants to take his podcast and put it on Broadway. Right. You know what I mean? Well, no. I relate to this guy. I think he'd have a lot of problems with what we did on Broadway. Too many gays on the stage. Pushing our fucking agenda. I know, I know. But and our agenda think- is Christmas! <laughs> Which is the other thing. Jeremy doesn't realize that half the people that he's fighting with agree with him fundamentally on things. He's a nightmare. Exactly. So Jeremy wants to do like a Christmas thing. He's like, well, people drive around, they look at Christmas lights. So let's bring this guy out and we'll hand them cotton candy in their cars and we'll give them like some hot chocolate. People drive by and he'll give them hot chocolate and all this stuff. But you understand he wants to do it bigger and better than it's ever been done. And I'm just saying that like Jeremy and I on that front have a very similar way of approaching this. If he wants to do it, he wants to make it like a big spectacle. Exactly. I get it. Yes. And so Christy, his wife, is like, hey, like, this sounds cool. Why don't we add a charitable element to this? Yes. Like, it's the holidays, and we're going to invite, like, thousands of neighbors to just drive by. Like, let's do something nice. And I'm like, see, I like Christy. I, and Christy, we're going to see time and time again, it, like, tries really hard to be the voice of reason right. here. <laughs> and Jeremy's like, all right, fine, dummy. Like, as long as I get all the attention, like, I don't really yes. care. Uh, same. So, like, it's me and Steve. Right. <laughs> making making a Christmas house. <laughs> I hate the comparison because... <laughs> you'll hear, you'll know by the end of this episode. Why yeah, I hate the comparison. but the, he decides to like, hey, let's like put make a Facebook page and yeah. like make it a Facebook event, and we'll like see who wants to come. A thousand people sign up to come see his house, and they all come and right. So up. it's like this massive, massive yeah. event. Christy and Jeremy, I I feel like they looked at each other and they were like, honey, and at one, at <laughs> yeah. like they both say two things at once. Shut it down. We can't accommodate this. How are we gonna do this? My first thought was, we need to make it bigger. And that's when I remembered that I knew a lady who had a camel. Christy's like, shut it down. And Jeremy's like, we got to make it bigger. <laughs> it's me and Steve. It's 100%. And then they're like, and then it's like that that quirky, like, yeah. wah, wah, yeah. wah music. And she's no. like, shit. No, you're right. You're right. And Jeremy's like, you know what, honey? I know a lady with a camel. And I'm like, great. <laughs> he just knows a lady he knows with a camel. Lady, but so we see the house and it's beautiful. It, it, <laughs> we disagree so much. Do you hate it? I just think that the decorations are like not very impressive. Like there's a lot of lights, uh-huh. but it's just like those lights that are curtains and you just uh-huh. hang them on the house. Like, yeah. are there a lot of lights? Absolutely. Is it a spectacle? Yes. Yeah. Is it particularly show-stopping? No. And let me tell you something. 
As uh-huh. someone growing up in Queens, poorly yeah. decorated yes. houses mean <laughs> yeah. a lot to me. I, they are very important to me. The nostalgia that yeah, I yeah, feel, yeah. the mismatched blinking, yeah. the thing where, like, the idea that someone took a step back and went, perfect. Yeah, 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 and it yeah, looks yeah. horrible. Yeah. That's yeah. my favorite type of Christmas light display. Oh, that is, like, so well said. Like, I love it. Like, because you look at it and you're like, nothing matches. No. The blinks are all yeah, yeah, off. Yeah. Like, it looks like Even the whites are yes, off. Yeah. Everything, nothing makes sense and they were just like this As is it we nailed we it, nailed it this we year. better than that look at this get it on instagram they just love it so like driving through queens yeah, yeah, yeah. is like my favorite pastime during the holidays because yeah. it just makes me so nostalgic so i'm not a stickler i'm not being precious about <laughs> right. it yeah, yeah, the yeah. worse your lights look the more i love them yeah. truly yeah this is just not that particular it's I not just, that great i've always identified with clark griswold of it all and it is like a sheet of lights it's just a sheet of lights over the top he wants to make it work he the camel's there the camel's he pulls He's got a fucking choir. Let me say something. You know who really loves Christmas? Who? Snoopy. I don't see Snoopy anywhere in this display. Wow. Jeremy, what do you have against Snoopy? I'd like to know. No, that's a fair question. I'd like to know what that beagle did to you. Other than bring you joy and warmth in your heart. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's a very fair question. Plenty of Snoopy decorations that he could have used. I didn't see a one. Jeremy then is saying that, like, we did this for eight nights, and every night we'd get a call from the city saying you're in trouble because you didn't get a permit. So when the Berlin Wall was falling down, guys, get off the wall you're tearing down. You have to have a permit because it's an event. I said, no, because this is not an event. This is a miracle. You don't get permits for miracles. He compares putting the lights on his house to the breaking of the Berlin Wall. And he's like, this is a miracle. I, you don't need a permit for a miracle. And I'm like, Jeremy, you put on lights and handed out hot chocolate. This is not a miracle. It's a spectacle. But, so, yes. But also, like, where he and I differ is I really would be thinking about my neighbor. I'm always afraid of, right. like, inconveniencing other people. And because, Steve is going to take a hard disagree with that. Of course he will. But I feel it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I do, your heart's in the right my place. Heart, I'm not going to necessarily do anything about it. Right. You'd love to be able to physically put the half and half back. Are you going to? Absolutely no. not. Do I even know where I got it from? No. You know what I mean? No. But talking about it, yes. you wish you didn't do it. I wish I, I wish I made things easier for Steve. In, in life in general, I wish I did. But are you going to change? Absolutely not. So. And no. no one wants you to. No. Including I'm, Steve. I'm too old to change now. People don't change. No. They nope. grow, but yes. they don't change. They don't change. But they grow. Yes. But the point is, I am a considerate person, I think. I would have been worried about, like, the neighbor's experience. Well, the, the thing is, that's what he's not doing. Right. Because that, anyone that's else. That's the crux of this whole thing. Anyone else would be like, what a great community thing. Yes. Like, Christy wants yes. to raise money for cancer donations, yes. right? Like, yeah. And she raises a ton of money. Yeah. Like, she's standing there and she's like, hey, like, look at all the money we raise. And everyone's, like, cheering. Yeah. Like, normally you'd be like, let's all do this together. Let's have a great, like, community neighborly thing. But it has to be him. He has to be in charge of it, and he has to be Mr. Fucking Christmas. A hundred percent. And so Jeremy tells us, December 27th, Christy wakes me up and says, we gotta get a bigger house. I was like, we can do this even bigger next year. The only way to do it bigger is to get a bigger house. Let's they go get a bigger house. move. They, they move. move because of this. And we don't even know what they do for a living at this point. They haven't told... I'm like, do these people have jobs? Are they independent? Are they lottery winners? Yeah. They well, look like lottery winners. They look don't like you know? lottery winners. But the thing is, yeah. if they won, we would have known. Because it's, it's all Jeremy would have talked about. That would have been his personality. Yeah. The guy who won the lottery. So they go and they look at this house in a place called West Hayden Estates. Small little community in oh Idaho. Let's meet the neighbors, shall we? <laughs> 
Ron. Yeah. Ron is retired law enforcement. Thirty officer. years. He's exhausted. He's he tired. just wants the peace and quiet. Hey, how about next door neighbor Kim? She loves yoga and meditation. Yeah, she's married to Ryan. She's a yoga enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. She loves the peaceful energy of the neighborhood. She's yep. meditating outside. Jennifer, mm-hmm. she loves the trees as much as she loves the people. That's yep. saying a lot. Listen, Larry and his wife, they love to sit on the porch. He loves nothing more than raking his front yard <laughs> and having everyone come by for a little stop and chat. <laughs> loves it. <laughs> Sits by waiting for him. These people love living in this neighborhood. They love it. Julie and Jim. Totally. West Hayden Estates would be nothing without the dogs. They are all dog people there. Julie says the dogs really tie it together. I don't, she gets the dogs' names before the people's names. Which I wish I could do, but we only meet two dogs, Lizzie and Mia. They're okay. the best girls. Hey, how many dogs are you allowed to have in this place? Only two. Two per household. Uh, don't get it twisted. But someone else has three. Yep. Yeah, we'll get Sneaks to her. under the radar. Julie is a dog groomer, and she's giving this little Yorkie a trim, and it's the cutest thing, <laughs> yeah. that little face. The ladies have a bunco group, which is like the gifting tables, only not at all. (laughs) They roll the dice and switch tables and you win prizes. If you're the big winner, you might make 60 bucks. Julie with the cool hair. She's yeah. a dog groomer. She's always wearing like cool wigs. She's like an like... old lady with like really cool hair. I'm into her. And she's just cool. She wears like tie-dye sweatshirts. She is. She's also, I think, a little bit of like the neighborhood gossip, which makes me like her more. Right, but also like won't take any shit. Like uh-huh. she's gossiping, but she's like, I'm so tired of gossiping. Uh, anyway, did you hear? <laughs> That's the kind of gossip I am. Right. But That's she... how I do it. I... Yes. But Julie goes, look, with Bunko, if you're the big winner, you get like 60 bucks. Right. Like she really, like, let's all yeah. pump the brakes on the Bunko. It's <laughs> right. not that big a deal. I don't, I still don't know what it is. I just yeah. know there are tables involved. It's the gifting tables, but not. But everyone loves each other. It's a perfect place to live. Everything's absolutely amazing. We see where this is going, So right? Jeremy and Chrissy see the house. It's a gorgeous fucking house. And I'm like, ah, something tells me they're not going to be super whelks yeah. in this neighborhood. But also they're like, it's perfect for the spectacle. Yeah. It's our dream house. And I'm looking, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't know because the front yard doesn't have a lot of space for camels and hot chocolate and everything. No, that's true. Like the house is hidden yeah. behind really, really big tall trees. It's a beautiful house, but yes. it's not necessarily like a big front yard for a spectacle. But that's the whole thing. He doesn't want them in the yard. He wants them in the street right. and in the driveway. Right. You know what I mean? Chris and Larry owned the house. And they're, they are married. They are not both men. No. Chris is a woman. Yes. And so Jeremy asked a ton of like just odd questions Larry that thought the out. questions were real weird. How many people have you had here before? You know, when I said, well, we've had 100 people for a Super Bowl, his eyes lit up super wide. (laughs) He was asking, what are your easements like? What goes on in the back behind your house? All those questions seemed kind of weird. Larry once had a Super Bowl party for over 100 people. Which is a lot for a a Super Bowl party. I can't believe there's 100 people in the world who like football. Oh, there are. (laughs) Hundreds of millions. I can't imagine. I've never seen it. Talk about making something your personality. All right. Jeremy's also asking, what are your easements like? I don't even know what an easement is. Oh, I looked it up. Oh, great. Of course. An easement is basically, as per the internet, an easement is a non-possessory right to use and or enter onto the real property of another without possessing it. So it's basically like, do you have the right to go on my property and can I go on yours? Uh Like, what's the rules here? How gray and blurry are the lines? Can I I, uh, put some shit in your yard or what? Yeah, and so Jeremy says to us, this house is great, it's just a mile from the city line so tons of people will come to my Christmas thing and for some reason the city can't shut it down. And Jeremy was super aggressive and immediately tells the people who own the house, oh I'm a lawyer? So I'm we, a lawyer. We finally find out what he does for a living yeah. and how it's going to like benefit him in this fucking nonsense he's going to pull for the next hour and 20 minutes. Right. So they make an offer 
And Christy, the wife, immediately wants to make cookies and make friends with the neighbors. All this woman wants is to live in a cul-de-sac in a nice neighborhood where she can be on the bunko fucking team right. and like make cookies and hang out with the other ladies and gays in the neighborhood. That's all Christy wants. But Jeremy, this insecure, entitled fucking pine cone, yeah. says no. <laughs> Leave the pine cones out of I this. know. I'm sorry. <laughs> pine cones are perfect for Christmas, are. too. It is the season. I'm How so, dare you? I'm sorry. How dare you? I'm just going to go. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, the, it, idiot, whatever. It's like, yeah. no, 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 babe. They make us cookies. And Christy goes, absolutely not. Also, I hate you. Yeah. Now, GP, no. <laughs> Christy is trapped in an abusive marriage. 100%. I hope she gets the help she needs. Yes. This yeah. is like, the more we learn about and see their yeah. marriage, the more it's not at all funny. And also, like, Jeremy comes off as a lovable doof, but he's not. This guy's fucking scary. And, like, Christy really wants to be friends with the neighbors, yes. like you said. And yes. Jeremy is robbing her of that. Yes. And, like, she's completely isolated and yeah. controlled by Jeremy. Right, and she like supports him in his idea but then also wants him to pull back like she doesn't have any power in this relationship. And she tries to like gently point him in the right direction and yes. he just like shoots her down. Right, we learn The realtor informed us this was in a homeowners association and every HOA has something called CCNRs and basically they're covenants and restrictions that sort of limit what you can do with your property. And they have this thing called CC&R. It's like a, it's like the rule book of the neighborhood. The Covenants, are... conditions, and restrictions. So Jeremy, being an attorney, he himself reads through it and gives it to two of his lawyer friends to make sure there's nothing in there that could be used against him to make him not be able to do his stupid fucking Christmas thing. It's described as the size of a phone book. Yeah. This isn't just like a little PDF document. This yeah. thing is gigantic. And some of the rules are really weird and specific. Like the amount of animals you can have in your home. Yeah. Well, you can't have a reptile. And the next printing of it's gonna be like, and you can't have a weird fucking Christmas celebration for right. eight days around the holiday. They only have those weird rules because somebody did something once, right. but they don't want them to be able to do it anymore. You and know let's what I mean? Leave the dogs out of it. Three dogs. My parents had three dogs for years. Yeah, Not a problem. Fine. Only two Great. pets. Yeah. And no reptiles. What's the turtle gonna do to you? Right. But you know what happened? I'm sorry. Somebody had a fucking alligator. Someone's snake got out and yes. terrorized the cul-de-sac. Yes. Is an alligator a reptile? Yes. Okay, great. Then I nailed that joke. Frogs are amphibians. Okay. Doesn't matter. Right. Anyway. Steve had to remind me that we were mammals. I forgot that. Oh, yeah, we're mammals. I didn't know. I didn't know. I did. Wait, do mammals lay eggs? <laughs> no. Do you, have you ever laid an egg? <laughs> Ask yourself this question. Do you know anyone who's ever laid an egg? Also, around the Easter season, it's good yeah. to remind everyone that bunnies also don't lay eggs, no, no matter what the Cadbury. Is that right? Girl. <laughs> Bunnies just, don't, don't lay don't eggs. Don't look at me with your pity private school eyes. I don't want that. I had bunnies when I was little. Take that right back. No. Okay. Here's the thing about a homeowners association. <laughs> this is your choice. You don't have to buy this home. One, I have that note 800. You don't. You didn't have to buy this house. And if the, if it's like a bunch of annoying rules, uh -huh. great, move along. Yes. You don't have to follow those rules simply by not purchasing a home. If you want to be able to do anything you want with your house, you got to build your house on your own property in the middle of the fucking woods. And Jeremy, if you can afford this house, you can afford to do that. Right. Why didn't you do that? Because I think the terrorizing of the neighborhood is fucking part of 100%. what he loves. 100%. He yeah. wants the fight, and we'll learn exactly. why a little bit later. Yes. He doesn't want it to be easy. Absolutely a million not. percent. So he goes to Jennifer, who's the president oh. of the HOA. Somebody nominated me. It was kind of a joke. I thought it was kind of funny. Like, I don't really have time for that. I don't know what I'm doing. But um, somehow I ended up getting voted in. I did not want to do the job between going to work, picking my kids up, taking them to all their events, homework, getting dinner ready. I didn't have the time. 
this fucking woman, Jennifer, I love her. She Now, Jennifer does do one dumb thing. She lets her friends jokingly like elect her to the president oh, of the I'm HOA. Like, how is she, Rachel Lee Cook? What is this? She's all that? Because she's, she's like, I hate this job. Uh, yes. I was nominated as a joke, and then I won as a joke. And I'm like, what are you, the girl with glasses? And then they take the glasses off, and, and now you're, you're like, beautiful? You were beautiful anyway? I know. I really like her. and I like Jennifer, and she like does the best she can here. But that is a weird thing. Like, it's We need more context we, about. Yeah, because we learn about Larry, who had been like the president of the right. HOA for like 30 years. What happened to Larry? But also, like, this is a title. No one yeah. is fucking with her except no. for Jeremy. Yeah. Like, Larry was probably like, girl, I've had this job for 30 years. I, I know. did nothing. I, right. It's just yeah. a title. Take yeah. the tax break or whatever it is. Like, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. But so Jeremy goes to Jennifer, the president, and comes in hot yep. instantly, which is not how you get anywhere. If he came in a little bit cooler, yep. everything would have been fine. But he wants to fight. And he records all of his calls with everybody and doesn't tell them. He right. secretly records these calls. But he calls up Jennifer and he's like, hey, Jenny, how you doing? So I'm not asking you for permission. Yeah. You can be involved if you want, but yeah. this is what I'm doing. He has not purchased the house yet. Right. He can walk away at any moment. He is starting a fight and he's not even in the homeowners association yet because he doesn't own that home. Really quickly, we take a little detour and we meet his parents, Dex and Pam. Okay, hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> Dex, his dad, yeah. looks like Jeremy put on a costume. <laughs> like, it's an ill-fitting suit, this enormous uh, mustache, mm-hmm. and it looks, he looks so much like his son that it looks like Jeremy put on, totally. like, one, Dex, of, yeah, t- one of those, like, disguise yeah, yeah, things yeah. where it's the glasses and the big mustache. That mustache looks yeah. like it came from a costume store. It's one of those novelties that stands Bornak would the sell no- door-to-door. 100%. <laughs> That's exactly yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. did a double. I was like, because it wouldn't put it past. I wouldn't put it past this guy to show up as like a guy in a costume to say nice totally, things about himself. Because totally. God knows no one else is doing totally, it. Totally, totally, totally. Anyway, his parents also have no sense of the monster that they raised. But you know, fuck them. The mother kind of does because Jeremy was the type of child he was. We kind of were always prepared Absolutely. for the, How far is this going to go? Yes. I, is there an end to this? That's right. I have a lot of gray hair, and most of them are because of him. She's like, I have a lot of grays, and it's I, all because of my yeah, asshole son. And I mean, I'm like, cool. Jesus. So we're back with Jennifer, the president of the HOA, and we're like, she calls a, a meeting of the HOA, and Ron, the retired cop, he's Who's like- listening to Rock Around the Clock on a vintage radio. <laughs> He, he's exhausted. He is. All he wants to do is tinker in his garage. Yeah, I mean, he was law enforcement for 30 years. You're exact. He's got a like workbench in the garage, and all he wants to do is tinker. You're Ron, right. Ron, what are you doing out there? I made egg salad sandwiches. <laughs> honey, I'm just tinkering with my old vintage radio. And she's like, okay, great, honey. They okay. love each other. They, it's, they've been happily married for 50 years. Oh, so egg salad sandwiches. Oh, it's the worst. I know. But I it, couldn't agree more. It's like suburb food. Like uh-huh. 50s, 1950s <laughs> in the suburbs to me. And I feel like Ron, like that's the good old days uh-huh. for Ron with his vintage radio. Anyway. Anyway, they get together because Jeremy has submitted a letter to the HOA saying, I'm going to do this thing. I'm not asking. I'm just telling you. And if you want to be involved, great. Also, I haven't bought this home yet. Exactly. It's like wild He's to me. Not, not even there. And so Ron and Jennifer and the rest of the board are like, this sounds like a nightmare. Some people got on their phones and went and looked up the Facebook event from last year. Saw the crowds, the noise, the traffic, the everything. And they had lots of concerns. 5,000 people or so. Like, that's a lot of people. 5,000 people showed up all told. I mean, they are bussing people in. There's camels. There's a fucking choir. <laughs> camels. I know. <laughs> and so they're like, no. Lots like, of crowds, lots of noise, yeah. lots of traffic, like all night long for eight. It's just, it's a it's lot. It's a nightmare. And it's they're like, lot. "There's got. he's got to be violating rules here. Right. So now we're in Grouse Meadows, which to me is funny because Grouse needs to complain and be petty, oh. which is what Jeremy spends his entire <laughs> life doing. Now, granted, it's also a bird, which is yes. probably what it's named after. <laughs> but to me, I was like, ooh, a little wordplay. <laughs> Loving it. 
<laughs> so Jennifer calls Jeremy up. I called Mr. Morris and I said, people have some concerns. He got really upset with me. He said, I'm not asking for your permission. I'm not, you're not telling me whether or not I can do this. I'm doing it regardless. Um, and I'm a lawyer, so I can do that if I want. He's hiding behind the fact that he's a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. Right. I can do whatever I want. And he's bullying her and basically saying, like you said earlier, like this is just going to cost you a lot of money. And she just says, I was intimidated. I needed help. So I called Larry. Larry. Larry was the guy who was the president of the board for 30 years. And Larry doesn't take any fucking shit. No, he knows the ins and outs. Totally. He's read that phone book. <laughs> and Larry agrees to write a letter explaining to Jeremy what would be in violation of the CCRs, but right? he's sending it first to Jennifer and Ron, like in a draft form that they're, he There's says- like a group email going around and they're like they're basically he like wrote the legalese but then also was kind of a dick with the sarcasm he goes <laughs> so first it's very professional and then he goes then my uh sarcasm came yeah. forth <laughs> so what he's i've screenshot it oh great i'm hesitant to bring up the fact that some of our residents are avowed atheists and i don't even want to think about the problems that could cause <laughs> It's, I want to discourage you from being part. I don't want to discourage you from being part of our great neighborhood, but we do not wish to become entwined with any with anyone breaking rules and regulations. And you you want to fill our neighborhood with the riffraff you seem to attract over by the Walmart. <laughs> Does he say over by the Walmart? Over by Walmart. <laughs> So Larry's trying to make jokes. Larry, this is a bad idea. And so what happens essentially is that like Jennifer, Larry, and Ron are sending it back and forth, cleaning it up. But then Jennifer just like sends it. They made one big change. Yeah. Instead of the word atheist, they replace it with non-Christian. Uh-huh. And so like Jeremy is harassing Jennifer, making her feel like this is very time sensitive. Right. Because he's he's doing that lawyer thing where he's like, it's time, it's an emergency. It's time sensitive. I'm and when it's not at all. Right. So Jennifer just sends it and it's not like perfected yet. And it has like, you know, some language they might not have used. They never should have sent it. Yeah. But as Ron says, and I quote. To use an old cop's term, how do you put a fart back in after it's come out? How do you put a fart back in after it's come out? <laughs> Is that an old cop's term? I I've, we've done I roughly 10,000 episodes of this podcast. I know. We've seen a lot of cops <laughs> talk to us via documentary. I've never once heard anyone in law enforcement say, how do you put a fart back in after it's come out? Ron. <laughs> What are, what are they doing over in Idaho, Ron? I know. You know what? It's a real rhetorical question, right. Ron. So Jeremy gets the letter and it's not good. And no. he hangs on to one specific thing. Right. Which is the following. Yeah. And finally, we're hesitant to bring up the fact that some of our residents are non-Christians or people of another faith and we don't even want to think of the problems that would bring up. They do say one other thing that is super garbagey. What? They refer to the undesirables that it would attract to the neighborhood. Oh, yeah, they and mean non-white people. <laughs> they mean non-white and poor people. Yeah. You know, and like that is fucking shitty. Like, yeah. that's like a big strike against the HOA. They are in the right here. Like, what a fucking nightmare this would be. Yeah. But like to mention like, quote, undesirables. I agree with you. And yeah. what I don't understand is this guy who's puffing his chest out, I'm such a lawyer. Why didn't they have a lawyer consult this letter? Exactly. Because anyone would be like, can we not put in the Christian thing yep. or, not, or other faith thing? You know, the thing, this is where Jennifer, like, I don't really want this fucking job. I got a family and a job and I, I'm doing the best I can. We've had eight drafts of this. Can we just fucking send it? Right. You know what I mean? But this is perfect for Jeremy because yes. Jeremy is now going to turn this into a case of religious discrimination, which, which it 100% just not is. Nonsense. And like, eventually some judge is going to say like, your lawn was full of like Plastic fucking, Santas. But it was 
also just like Frosty the Snowman and the Grinch. It's right. not a religious-based no. thing. It's like Christmas lights. And religion only came up once you could use it exactly. in this case. Like, he's ne- he never once said, I'm a- we're only learning that he's a Christian now. Right, right, right. Like, fuck 100%. off, Jeremy. And then we meet his fucking friend, Don. Oh, oh. I went to my Bible study run by my friend, Don Bradway. I met Jeremy through patriotic events that I was also involved in. Don and Jeremy met at, quote, Bible study and other patriotic events. Hey, Don, thoughts on January 6th? I know. Don, his name is Don Bradway. He's a real fucking piece of work. He's yeah. making his own bullets. Yes. By the way, Bible study, he's saying Bible study and other patriotic events. <laughs> Bible study is a patriotic event? No. Remember separation of church and state? Don? They don't. No, they don't. Now, Don says, I did a deep dive on Don. Oh, Don, you did? Don says in this film, quote, we call Idaho free America. And they go to Free America rallies. Mm -hmm. Free America rallies are on those sites that tell you about hate groups in America, like the Southern Poverty Law Center. Oh, shit. Like in Idaho. Like if you go to the Southern Poverty Law Center and you go like by state, like what are the hate groups (gasps) in that state? Free America rallies are on that site. Wow. And he's on his Facebook page proudly wearing a Black Rifles Matter shirt. (gasps) So these are the kind of people we're dealing with. Yeah. Oh. So Don's here to be like, we want our guns, we want our freedom, and we want to worship whatever we want. Guess what, you fucking dummy? You have all of that. You have all of it. And he's talking about how like the HOA is full of badge-heavy people who just wanted to get elected so they could rule. Done. Jennifer doesn't want the fucking job. No. And he's saying things like, you gotta crush them, you have to stomp them. And I'm like, these are like white supremacist dog whistles. And you're talking about people who just want to make sure that like the neighborhood looks nice. That's all. And like, you're not just inviting, because Jeremy keeps talking about, like, what Jeremy's not doing is being subtle about this. Right. So he's very, because he thinks that he can just steamroll anybody. Yeah, yeah. And he, what he's saying is, oh, we had five. It's going to be twice as big this year. So yeah. he's just saying these things that are like, wait, what? Yeah. And we get now we get more of these recorded calls between Jeremy uh. and Jennifer that Jennifer does not know are recorded. You guys violated the law. When I say lawyers, I mean lawyers. They don't act around. So they're right now ready to go. He said he has a whole team of lawyers that will destroy us. I was terrified. He's going to destroy the HOA. And Jennifer, like, didn't want this job, but she really cares about the neighborhood and she really cares about the people who live there. She's like, a lot of people who are on fixed incomes can't afford to be sued. I can't afford to be sued. Right. Like, we got to really watch ourselves around this guy. And, like, he knows he's recording her. She doesn't. Exactly. And he, she's just yesing him to death to get him off the yes. phone. Yes. But what he's doing is trying to gotcha her yes. and get her to say things that he can eventually use against her. Like, he's saying things like, did you say the word discriminatory? Because uh-huh. you, you better have told them that and she's like yeah I did right like just to get him to off her back and then like we hear what his demands are he's talking about how he wants the HOA to de-annex him which would forever make that house not part of the HOA so living in the neighborhood getting all the benefits of the HOA but like not bound to its law sure so he could literally do whatever the hell he wants on his property you know what you could also do not buy the house exactly you haven't bought the house yet Jeremy and she keeps saying like it was never about compromise with him all he did was demand. Like, he's not doing this in good faith. He's not trying to come to a compromise. He wants the fight. Exactly. Exactly. Like, he's infuriating. So now he's calling Jennifer and the thing about Jennifer, and I I like her and she's in a terrible position, but she is prey to him. Yes. Like, she doesn't love the job, but she's protecting everyone. She's backed into a corner. She answers the phone. Like, like if I were Jennifer's friend, I'd be like, just put it, like, block him. Exactly. Don't answer his phone calls, but she, like, wants to fix it. So she's, like, trying to do the right thing. And she's also afraid that if she does 
doesn't, then she's on the hook for whatever he does. Right. So, like, he's taking advantage of her niceness yeah. by being a bully. And so he's calling her multiple times a day. And you hear, like, when she doesn't answer, then she does. On his own recordings, you hear him being like, am I disturbing you? Right. And, like, everyone's saying she totally changed. I could see in her of her going downhill. You know, she wasn't as outgoing. She wasn't as friendly. She kind of withdrew herself. He broke her down. She's detached. She wasn't as friendly. And, like, we hear the last phone call she ever has with him, which is when she answers the phone and he goes, am I disturbing you in that fucking taunting? He's such a fucking asshole, and this guy. And she's like, well, I'm making dinner. Like, I only have a few minutes. He talks at her for about a half an hour. Yes. And he keeps saying to her, don't get emotional. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm not against you. Yes, you are. Yeah. You don't need to cry about this anymore, Jennifer. Uh-huh. Then stop screaming at her ten times a day. I'm not coming after you personally, he says. Yes, you are. But then what happens? Jennifer eventually eventually starts saying like Jeremy it's bigger than me I know you're not attacking me but like fixed incomes you're threatening us and finally Jennifer's husband steps yes, in yes. and we hear it and he goes all right that's it conversation's over you're yeah. harassing her this is going to stop don't you dare call my wife again yeah and as we're hearing the story we see Jennifer and her husband sitting down to dinner and they pray I, right. like this, this is, is where we learn all of these people that he's harassing saying that they're discriminating against him because of his religious beliefs they all share his religious beliefs they're very faithful Christians yes. they have signs he's a pastor right. the, Jennifer's husband is a fucking Christian pastor they're very religious people yes and like this is where it's like Jeremy oh my god and this is where you just know it's just bullshit he's just using this religious discrimination thing because it's a thing he can get his claws right. into and he's one of those people who just like he believes his own bullshit yes. and then he talks he like says things and then reacts as if they're reality. So like today, talking to the film crew, he's like, if Miss Scott can't take it, then I say, if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. You're the president of an HOA. You have a responsibility. You have to be ready to deal with a problem that you created. Jennifer needs to fix the problem that she created. You don't own the house yet. You're right. causing drama where there isn't any. This isn't, Je what are you talking about. Exactly. Should they have sent that letter with the non-Christians and all right. that? Yeah. No. no. Yes. But like you started this, Jeremy. Right. And so Jennifer then resigns from the board. And by March of 2015, Jeremy finally buys the house out of, it's a spite house. Yeah. And I'm like, this is where I just have the note, like just move into the woods. I Wouldn't know. that be amazing for move you? Move with Don, who's living off the grid in his free America, making his own bullets. And honestly, you could afford to do it. Buy yeah. th five acres. But what fun is that? Exactly. There's no one to fight with out exactly. there. Now he's like, I'm going to move in any Anyway, and I'm going to be kind and gracious and put all this past us, which is absolutely not what he wants to do. And Christy cannot believe that people aren't clamoring and knocking the door down to bring them baked goods. She's shocked that no one wants to be friends. You know, it's and for me, like, it's so easy to get mad at her in this moment because she's like, maybe she doesn't know the extent to which he's doing this to them or right. whatever. But like, when we get to the neighbor's point of view on this, they're like, they're threatening litigation right. at all of us. Of course, we're not going to go anywhere near that. And I think Christy's just bullied. Yes. So like, and yeah. also she can't, like, she is trying to separate it all like she wants to be everyone's friend and she's like well my husband's crazy but I'm not like I'll make the cookies exactly because you know that Jeremy's the type where every single night at dinner he's been screaming to and at Christy about all of this like he's not taking this quietly no so she knows what's going on but she's I think she's lived a, a whole marriage of being embarrassed by him yep. having to apologize for him and also being scared of him and they say that the HOA has said like no you can't do it but then all of a sudden everyone just like sees him it's September it's September Julie's in her, quote, bonus room. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> 
she's at, up there with binoculars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, what's she doing? She literally that? says it's the only part of the house where I can see their property. Right. But Julie also, Julie's the one with the cool hair yeah, yeah, yeah. and the sweatshirts. And she googs him and sees that he's part of a, quote, pseudo-political action group. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want any part of this. So now, on top of the fact that he's relentless yeah. and aggressive and he's doing this Christmas thing, they're also learning, like, who he is personally. He's not just, like, a stickler for the sake of it, which is an asshole way to be. Yeah, yeah. But, like, these pseudo-political action groups. No. Like, that's scary. It's fucking terrible. And so, because they see that he's doing this anyway, finally, the HOA, like, engages a lawyer. <laughs> and the lawyer sends a letter to Jeremy. And Jeremy says, this letter was almost as shocking as the first one they sent us. It was just one more thing to drive our family out of the community. It is our determination that your planned event is not permitted within West Hayden Estates. Dolly the Camel is not an ordinary house pet. In addition, your event will be offensive to the senses. Dolly the Camel is not an ordinary house pet. You're in violation. (laughs) And also that this event would be, quote, offensive to the senses. I agree. Also, Offensive to the Senses is the name of my next book party Absolutely. tour. Absolutely. <laughs> offensive to the Senses. It rolls off the tongue. It it's really fantastic. does. So he has 10 days to take the decorations down, and Christy is once again shocked. No yeah. phone calls, no cookies, I, just boom, attorney. You know, she's like, this is the thing. She's shocked that the neighbors didn't, like, do it properly. Like, come over and ask us to take the lights down first, and then engage. Like, Christy, Christy you're, wake like, up. You're, either you're not getting the whole story, or you are delusional. And I'm rooting for Christy. Yes, I'm on yeah, Christy's yeah. side. I truly... I hope she one day gets the help she needs and gets out of this truly horribly abusive relationship. But she, right now, honestly, I think is playing the role of the supportive wife. Yeah. I don't think she believes what she's saying because Jeremy's not the kind of guy to keep this kind of shit from his wife. He is a, he is screaming about this 24 hours a day. She knew. And now we learn, like, Jeremy's childhood. He was harassed. He was bullied. But he was you know teased, what? I think this on. is kind of important to, like, slow down. I'm like, I don't care about his backstory. Yeah. But he makes the point here to say. This is crazy. He, he was bullied as a kid. Kids made fun of him. They would pick on him. Being an attorney was a way of combating bullying of the type that you experience when you're older. Being an attorney was a way to gain power. He became an attorney to get power, not to help the bullied. No. Not to help the people that were like what he was. He became a lawyer to be a bully. Like, and when he said that, I was like, he just said it out loud. I know. There was something a little like, whoa, he yeah. knows exactly who he is and exactly what he's doing. And I'm sorry to say it, but like, you, he looks to me like a grown-up version of a kid who got shoved into lockers yeah. all of his life. Right. And he has rage inside of him. Yes, yes. And this is how he's taking it out. He's not using his smarts. He's obviously very smart. He's not using his smarts to help people. He's using his smarts to, like, exact revenge. Right. Or be nice to this woman who decided to marry him. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he's not even, he's taking advantage of everything. He's taking her for granted. It's just unbelievable. So Jeremy decides to call the media, mostly Fox News. He calls it the thermonuclear weapon of the international media. fuck off, Jeremy. But he basically, like, calls Bill O'Reilly or whatever. He calls mostly Fox News. And there are cameras all over the place. And, like, this is news all over the world, but it's not the full story. It's Jeremy's narrative. And the whole, what Fox News is telling the world is that the evil, discriminatory HOA people are just out to religiously discriminate and they're keeping this like beautiful Christian man and his family from putting up their Christmas lights. And the gag is that one couple has a big sign that says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Yes. These people believe most of the same stuff. But also what what like the people in the world aren't understanding is that he's not talking about putting up like a row of Christmas lights like no. they do in fucking Queens. Right. 
they don't understand that he's talking about like a fucking disruption it's for a eight, spectacle it's a spectacle where they're bussing people in with hot chocolate and Santa and reindeer not Snoopy no God knows <laughs> uh, but all just carolers like, they're right. not carolers but like nothing that's just like no today yeah. is Christmas and today is reli- he's not like giving a speech he's not trying to bring like religion back to Christmas exactly he just wants the fucking attention and the, all the HOA people are like once the media started that's when his Facebook blew up. People were forming opinions very quickly, calling us evil and anti-Christian. Members of the West Hayden Estates HOA voted most likely to see Satan. You did this to yourself. They're looking at the Facebook page being called like anti-Christian. They're all fucking Christian pastors. Yeah, even every last one of them. Even Julie with the cool hair. Yeah, who like she's reading Facebook comments about her and yeah. calling her like a liberal snowflake, and she's like, "That's me." She raises her hand. She's wearing a tie-dye sweatshirt with a cross on it. Can I tell you, none of these people want my marriage to exist. You know what I mean? I think Julie's cool with it. Maybe, but Maybe. like, I'm not so sure. They're conservative Christians, exactly. In Idaho, Jeremy. <laughs> we're like we're defending these people and calling them awesome. They don't want to come to my house. Oh uh, yeah, I don't you know, know about what I mean? That. Yeah. I'm just. saying that like these aren't people we would normally root for but like they're on the right side of history here and so Jeremy wants to be the guy to quote save Christmas oh we do this God. every fucking year Christmas is not in danger no. there is not a <laughs> war on Christmas there are like 10 holidays that happen in December when someone says happy holidays say thanks you too my, Fuck, and then go celebrate around the tree my whatever you want to do I'm 30 Rock where Jack and his wife send around a Christmas card it says happy holidays and you open it and it says it's what the terrorists say oh my god <laughs> That used to be a joke. Now it's like legit fucking real. I know. So we meet this guy, Sean, who works in Spokane, Washington. He's a reporter. You know how mad you are at the idea of the war on Christmas? This guy, Sean, is madder than you. I want to get Sean at the cocktail party so we can just like be our own little echo chamber. (laughs) Yeah, he takes an interest in this fucking Jeremy story because he's saying he's like the first person in the media to recognize this guy isn't being religiously persecuted. He's just an attention seeker. And he calls up Jeremy and he's like, I'm going to write a story about you and I'm going to write it from that perspective. And now we learn about the three percenters. Holy oh my God. shit. Yeah. The three percenters showed up. They're ultra right wingers. They came to protect him from those atheist neighbors. Members of the three percenters like to show up with weapons to be defenders of a situation. But they're very conservative. They're very they're far right. The group advocates gun ownership rights and resistance to the U.S. federal government. The three percenters are the Oath Keepers. They're the yeah. Proud Boys. They're all the same. Far they were indicted right in, the, in the January, January 6th. 6th. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that's who they are. And they show up at Jeremy's house. They knock on the door. And they offer they go, their round-the-clock armed protection yeah. for persecuted Jeremy. Once again, we're talking about Christmas lights and plastic Santas. <laughs> I know. It's not and, that serious, everybody. And Dolly the Camel. And Dolly, she did nothing wrong. No, okay? she did nothing wrong. enough. Poor Dolly. This is terrifying. They're like yes. ultra right-wingers and this is exactly what he wanted, you but know? But like, what happens now is they're not just, it's not like one guy standing in front of Jeremy's house. They're casing the neighborhood with their fucking guns over their shoulders. They're like camo outfits. Yeah. army costumes and all this and shit. And of course, the neighbors are pissed and terrified. And they're being defenders of what? Exactly. Of what? And like, now this has gone from quirky and a little bit funny and amusing to actually scaring and somebody could get killed. Because everyone is at a boil Yes, now. yes. Everyone, because no one's being heard 
No one's listening. And everyone in the neighborhood refuses to say I'm scared. They just say, like, well, don't come at me with your gun because I'll come at you with my gun. Right, which is you like, know? let's put the assault rifles yes. away. Yes, like, this is the problem. There are kids everywhere. That's the other thing, you too. Know? And the whole point is to bring 5,000 people to this cul-de-sac and you want to fill it with guns? And my the thing that Jeremy And angry will, people? He will say time and again, this is just about having fun. This is just about... Jeremy, is this still fun to you? Are these It guns? is. That's the sick part. To him, it is. I know. I, and I, these are your Christian values, Jeremy? Yeah. So Jeremy loves playing the victim because now everyone's like fighting in the middle of the night and the people from the HOA and, and like Christy's like, involved. Christy's got like cell phone videos of these like confrontations. Christy, turn the light on because turn, it's pitch dark and, and I can't It's see just like the, the neighbors are just annoyed. Like, like if it were me, I would be like, like I don't want to be fighting with you. I know. But you got these guys with guns walking up and down the street. Like defending and protecting you yeah. from what? Exactly. Like from what? And so Jeremy loves playing the victim. He's such a martyr. And anything that ha- anything that anyone says against him, he calls a quote credible serious death threat from a neighbor almost directly across the street. I'm not a person prone to violence, but I have to protect myself. And so I decided to get a gun. So I decided to get a gun. Excellent. Perfect. This is the, the last guy in the world who should have a fucking gun. <laughs> nothing scarier Him than, and then me. than an irrationally angry person exactly. with a fucking assault rifle. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> and so Don, the free America guy, is all yeah. for the gun. He's like, I carry guns all the time. You know what? I gotta say, though, like, Don, the free America guy, comes over. They all have, like, a, him and, like, the other free America people. The NRA people, basically. But they say to Jeremy, don't do it. It's not worth it. They are saying to him, like, don't do the Christmas thing. Christy's like, babe, don't do the Christmas thing. It's not worth it. And Jeremy just says, there's something thing in me that tells me I'm supposed I have to do this. So Christy packs up the kids and leaves, leaves. him. She vis- She goes to visit her parents for the entire month of December. So here's the thing Jeremy, you've been saying this whole time that Christmas is your favorite time of year. Right, right, All right. You, you love Christmas. You, you don't want to be with your family for Christmas. You don't want to be with your fucking children no, on Christmas. because You'd he needs to this- win. Exactly. He needs to win. Yeah. It's so he's like exactly who he is and I hate every fiber of his being with every fiber of my being. It's it just like he says it over and over again. It's just about having fun. Can you imagine anything sadder as like a quote happily married person I know. than to not be with your spouse and child on what on earth? You know what though? You know who's happy? Who? Christy and the kids. I'm sure. They, they're free of, of yep. him and this fucking nonsense and this regime. So now we, Santa's here everybody. I had kind of made up my mind I was going to retire the suit but then I got a call from Jeremy asking if I was available. He's trying to raise money for cancer. And I thought, well, I'll do it. Well, you know, it's to raise money for cancer. And I'm like, Santa, he's lying to you. This guy is like his lower third is Santa. Yeah. He's not like they they don't give a real, they don't give another name. They give, they give Santa. And let me tell you, if you haven't watched this yet, I urge you to watch it. Yeah, it's good. But he's like, Santa, as you know him from like the Christmas cards, like he's all decked out as Santa. He's in his Santa He's not like Derek, a guy who plays Santa sometimes. Like it, it seriously looks like Santa. He's Santa. So now tons of people are showing up. They're coming from out of state. I mean, they hired a bus company. We yeah. need the bus driver. They're coming from all over. And this is what I'm talking, like, this is what I didn't like about the HOA, calling these people undesirables. I know. My mom would have driven three hours to take us to this. Right. My mom had $100 to split between four kids for Christmas, but she could take us to see the fucking holiday lights. Right. And you the, know? And the way it's promoted online, like, you have to remember, this is all happening in this teeny tiny area. Yeah. The people who see this from two hours away think it's great. We used to drive around, like, any town we lived in to see all the Christmas lights. I, when I visit my parents, like, for Christmas, Mike and I make a 
point to go like, when are we going to drive around people for a little bit? It's love so this fun. Stuff. Yeah, totally. Oh, and also like the people with the guns, like the three percenters, they are there with like the thousands of people right. to quote, protect like the visitors to Jeremy's house. Right. Because they think that like Jennifer and her pastor husband are going to come and wreak havoc. Like you, so you drive all that way with your family and your young kids to like go see this beautiful Christmas decoration. And then like there's people with machine guns in and, front like, of it. And like fucking assault rifles. Like, like what, dude. Like that, like you're, and you're good with it. Right. So now Jeremy makes sure to film people saying how amazing it was. Yes. And But someone's like, there are a lot of people there with guns. Like, what yeah. was that about? <laughs> right. Um, but, like, again, the display's not that great. It's just curtain lights. Like, it's just a lot of lights. It's a lot of, you know, yeah, razzle-dazzle. This whole point of this section is to show how bad it really was for the neighborhood. Because there's a line of cars the neighbors can't get through. They can't even walk on their own streets. But according to Jeremy's cell phone footage from, like, two hours before everyone was scheduled to show up, yeah. he's like, look how dead it is. It's not busy at all. But exactly. I'm like, Jeremy, I thought it was the biggest thing of the year. And then there's, like, a Facebook post where one of the attendees says that his mother, who is elderly, was treated so poorly by the neighbors that he wanted to do really, really, really bad things to the neighbors. And it took a lot for him not to. And he, quote, wanted to do some crazy violence to the neighborhood, but, like, talks himself out of it. These are the kinds of people we're dealing with here. Right. And so we get a lot of conflicting stories. Like, Jeremy's saying neighbors were hitting cars and threatening people and telling them to leave. And the neighbors are like, we hate you, but we didn't beat up anyone's car. No. But just as an outsider seeing this, you're like, wow, this really would be fucking awful to live there. Right. This, like, ruined everything. We drove two hours for this. Right. But, like, the neighbors, like, you're seeing the buses and the carolers. Right. It's so wrong. It's so wrong. So now, like, he gets away with it that one year. That was 2015. Now it's 2016. And, get you know, it has to get bigger and bigger every year. And now he needs it to get bigger specifically to get back at the neighbors. So now it's like a spite spectacle. Exactly. It's not just a big, like, spectacle to make him feel like a big, strong man. Now it's a spite spectacle. His neighbors are bitter, angry old people who deserve it. Jeremy. Christy, I wonder why they're not bringing you cookies. Are you kidding me? And Christy, I'm sure Christy had a lovely December away from him. Honestly. Like, what a perfect way to be like, I'm going to go, honey. You've made this really difficult for me. I'm going to leave and spend it with my parents. Yeah. And so for this new spectacle, everyone knows, oh, God, it's going to be worse this year. There are neighbors, like people in the HOA, who are just planning Christmas vacations to be out of town during it, to avoid it. And we see it. We see the, the 2016 display. The neighbors are now getting into fights with Jeremy's dad. Oh, God. His dad is there impersonating a fucking police officer. I mean, it's really bad. It's bad. And the neighbors are filming now because Jeremy is, like, editing shit and filming things that only look good for him. Right. Like, now everyone's mad at Kim the yogi. Like, please. <laughs> the neighbors are accused of setting up a staged car accident. <laughs> I know. It's, they didn't do that. They, and, like, the bus driver's involved in the drama. Now he's saying they're they're staging the it's car accident. It's a mess. It's really bad. And then at For the a end, bunch of bad lights and plastic Santa. I know. I get, it, get a grip. And at the end of all of it, at the end of that Christmas season. So I stayed at home and through the night and the day and the night and the day for four for five days straight, I wrote the best damn lawsuit of my life. I can sue them from now until kingdom come. The guy who created all the drama files the lawsuit against his own neighbors. Well, what he calls, I'm going to write the best damn lawsuit of my life. Well, because what he did, and I hate to say it, but he's got a little bit of a point here. He spends the year going through and cataloging all the ways his neighbors are breaking rules of the HOA. So, like, he's seeing things like, like, one neighbor has three dogs. Well, according to the rules, you can only have two. One neighbor has an asphalt driveway. Well, you can only have pavement. One has, like, a kind of flag you're not allowed. And I'm sorry, but... But, like, 
like, I'm sorry, but like, you can't do it. You can't do it. Like, if you're going to come after the guy for breaking the rules, like, you got to keep your nose clean. Okay, having a street hockey net is not a, quote, permanent structure in your fucking driveway, Jeremy. The, to me, they're all reaches. I Maybe, but like, the third dog isn't, like, I'm not on Jeremy's side. I'm are, not. Are I'm, you sure about that? I'm not, like, no, but I'm saying, like, of course he's going to come after you for all the rules you're breaking, and they're not the same. Right, that's the major part of it. Yeah. Like, someone, again, having you a can't removal. expect them to have any reason, though. No, of, yeah, you can't reason. Uh, abs- that, yeah. 100%. They kind of should have seen this coming because he's so annoyingly frustrating and yeah. litigious. But a street hockey net that can be removed at any time that is not a, quote, permanent structure that he wants everyone to think it is yeah. is not fucking Oath Keepers with assault rifles. It's not, but, like, in a court of law, a broken rule is a broken rule. You know what I mean? Well, we'll talk to that judge who has no time for anybody. I will say, too, <laughs> like, the neighbors did not act quickly enough to get attorney, like attorneys involved. They should have had you know? someone read over that very first piece of paper yes. saying, Jeremy, these are the rules you're breaking. But more than that, like, it's just, like, basic intimidation. Hire a fucking attorney. I know. You know what I mean? I know. This guy's a bully, and, like, there's an attorney out there who would do this pro bono. Yeah, I, uh, anyway. Let's Call be- Rabia. <laughs> right? She's not busy at all. No. <laughs> so we meet Peter. He's the lawyer representing the neighbors. Excuse me? Hot Peter? Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> Peter's very good looking. He's cute. He and is. he knows his shit. He's smart. Yeah, yeah. And he's quiet. He's calm. And he's like, look, Jeremy's a whack job. <laughs> he's doing all this on purpose. He wanted to put people in a situation where he could use what they said, either recorded or by email or in a meeting, to frame this as a religious discrimination case. Especially when you listen to some of the recordings where he plants words in people's mouths that would fit his case. He's putting people in situations where he can use what they said, like recording everyone's phone calls secretly, and then trying to, like, warp it into religious discrimination. We see, so, like, now we're, like, in the deposition phase, and we see Jennifer, the the one that was the president of the HOA, who was, like, crying on the phone. We see her being deposed by Jeremy because he's representing himself. Are we going to skip right past the fact that Jeremy is playing chess against himself, and the board (laughs) is the Civil War, and one side is the American flag, and the other side is the Confederate flag? I didn't even see that! And then speaking of the Confederate flag, Jeremy was in the news long before this battle for defending the Confederate flag and basically saying that like not putting the Confederate flag up is on par with book burning. No! Jeremy, girl. Oh my God. God. But to just, I don't know. I, I was like, is that the, that's, that's the Confederate flag. <laughs> Holy shit. He's like playing I mean, as the Confederate flag. Oh my God. Well, now we're at Jennifer's deposition. She nails this. She nails it. But at first we're hearing Jeremy bully her yeah. and it sounds like it's not going well. But then she literally like Jennifer gets her groove back and we see her modern day, like to the interview for this documentary saying how like I saw what he was doing. Yeah. He was trying to trick me. I really had a lot of joy. Deposing her and asking her all sorts of questions. Do you think that the letter was discriminating? No. I'm like a thousand times smarter than these people, and I can lay traps and set them up every single time. In this moment, in Jeremy's interview, he's like, I'm smarter than them. I can lay traps for them. Like, he's such a dick, but he's not because Jennifer's just, like, not falling for it. She stays totally composed and she kicks his ass. And in the deposition, she is, as my therapist says, starving the narcissist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he can't handle it. And I've been there where you're just like, I don't know what to tell you. And then they start screaming. So, like, she's just, like, not responding emotionally? She's not, like, energetically. Uh Like, if you're dealing with someone who's just ramping up and you don't meet them there Uh and you continue to not, they can't handle it and they get louder and 
you, and then you're just like, well, now you're screaming at me and this conversation's over. Uh uh And that's uh what Jennifer did because Jennifer is literally like looking at her nails and she's like, yeah, I don't know, Jeremy. Like, yeah, I was just yesing you to death, bro. Like she's completely, (laughs) and I'm like, she spoke to somebody. Yeah, she's not frazzled. She's not upset. I think Peter, the lawyer, was just like, girl, you got this. Like, he's crazy. Like, just, you didn't do anything wrong here. Like, we're going to get through this. And that moment where she looks at her nails, I'm like, Jennifer, (laughs) yes, you started that narcissist. Hell yeah. So they're all deposed, and then by October of 2018, they all head to court. Yeah. And this they, is about Christmas decorating. Like, they head to like, court. I know. It really it really is so fucking wild. And, like, the neighbors are, like, the neighbors are excited to go to court because they're, like, the world has never heard our side of this. Right, right, we are right. Not, like, we are not religious persecutors. Right. We are religious people. Exactly. And so, like, he's got recordings, and he's only playing snippets, and it doesn't sound good, the things that, like, he has them on tape saying. But it's all out of context and edited by Jeremy, too. And, but then and somehow he wins. Like the jury sides with him. Right. The neighbors are found guilty. And they're ordered to pay him $75,000. Right. And so Jeremy's now talking about freedom and values and justice and blah, blah, blah. And if if, if the people with the means to stand up for their beliefs aren't going to do it, then who, then who, like, and I was like, is this how this is going to end? No. no. But at one, at one point, he's like, I've lost relationships. I've lost time with my children, time with my wife. At the end of the day, is all of this really worth it? Yes. At the end of the day, was it really worth it? And then he goes, yes. Oh, my God. But then, like, out of nowhere, in the middle of April... Of 2019, the next year. Yeah, the judge reverses the jury's opinion. This should never happen. And Jeremy's found guilty. The clear blue sky. Everyone is buzzing. They break out the pink champagne. (laughs) They're, like, literally drinking champagne in the streets. Probably breaking 15 laws of the HOA. Who cares? But at one point, one of the couples is like, you know, they don't want to go into, like, too much about how much they celebrated, because they got a little hammered. And at one point, one of the husbands is like, sweetheart, you're on film. Yeah, you're saying that like they're recording right and now. And she's like, I had some pink champagne. What of it? Let me live, Jeff. I know, but like at this point, because of the reversal, Jeremy and his family have to pay $112,000 of the legal fees of the HOA. Right. And Christy's very concerned about this. Right. So now there's more recordings. Like it all comes down to the recordings. Yeah. Basically, and he, how like he was aggressively confrontational. He is screaming. We hear like his own recordings that he's very proud he yes. has, by the yes. way. Yes, yeah. He's screaming about how Dolly this neighbor not Dolly the camel yeah, 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 different yeah. Dolly yeah. she's 83 years old she has three dogs yeah. and he's screaming let me tell you Dolly I'm coming for her this woman is in open violation of the rules the question is what dog are we taking from Dolly that's an open violation of the rules and he goes <laughs> The question is, which dog are we taking from Dolly? I want that little one. Yeah. Jeremy? Right. And the judge is saying that, like, all of that, he sounds very aggressive. The evidence supports the HOA's version of events. Jeremy's witnesses were lying. Yes. Like, hit the stories that they told of all this drama didn't match any of the videos. Because they were like, it was not loud at all. Meanwhile, right. like, yeah. there are videos of how loud it was. And his testimony was, quote, riddled with inconsistencies. And so it's going to go, like, obviously he's appealing this. And in June 2020, it's going before, like, a three-judge panel. <laughs> when he gets, but he's like, Wow, I thought this was America, not one of those, quote, corrupt Latin American countries I where know. dictators execute people in alleyways. I'm like, Jeremy, you keep saying it out loud. I know. You're know, saying it I know, all out loud. I know, I Here's know. Bill O'Reilly on speed dial. I a million you. percent. It's June 2020. We're like, he's not even going to be in court. He's just going to be watching it on YouTube. Right. Remember, this is the fucking middle of the pandemic. Right. So he's preparing for if he gets to speak, what he's going to say. It's his son's birthday party. Yeah. And he's sitting there. The cameras are there. They're on him. And he's like rehearsing what he's going to try to say to Christy in the middle of their kid's birthday party. He's trying to get a clean, because he's talking to the camera and Christy. Yeah. So he's trying to get like a great sound bite. 
it's nothing new. It's no, nothing yeah. we haven't heard him say 10,000 yeah. times. And the kid is like, being a kid, it's it, their at birthday, his, they're at screaming. His birthday party. And I'm like, you know what, Jeremy? You can't get through a full sentence when there's a kid in the room. You no. just can't. And that's the gig. But what do you want? He's yelling at Christy because Christy's trying to pay attention to the kid for the party. It's really scary. And he just keeps saying to her, like, if you're not going to listen, then forget it. Then yeah. forget it. So then she walks away and comes back and tries to get him to do it again. Then they're interrupted again. He yells at her again. Can I just start over and you not talk? Sure. Thanks. All right, ready? Here we go. <sighs> that HOAs should be absolutely prohibited in the United States. Almost never do you have a situation. Please, everyone, be quiet so I can actually not go crazy. I'm going to go to an insane asylum. She almost says it with a smirk, like, I won't say anything, but you have, like, a toddler running around, and they're going to make noise, And it's his birthday, and all I can think about is, like, Jeremy, you keep saying how the whole point of this, it's Christmas, it's family, it's to have fun. You have the opportunity to spend the day with your fucking kid at his birthday party. Just go do that. Right, yeah. You know? It's, it's like, I really hope— You're a really sick fucking guy, Jeremy. If you're hearing this, you are a sick sick fucking guy. Yeah. Spend the birthday with your kid. Right. And, Christy, I hope you get out of that house and take the kids with you. How do you, like— also not know how this is going to look. The cameras are on. You look crazy. Right, but he, which is what everyone told him at the beginning yeah, of this yeah, thing. Yeah, totally. But like, he thinks this is very impressive. He thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. Like, and Jeremy, he, like, you're loves not. No, you you're are not. really fucked up. Yeah, you're super fucked up. Go look at yourself and you don't deserve your wife. There, no. I said it. Yeah, I agree. God, and and Christy says if they lose this appeal, they have to pay the HOA legal fees for the federal and appellate level. Right. Christy says that would bankrupt us. And at this point- Is that really, that's worth it to you? To him, it absolutely is. And at this point, so now it's not the kid's birthday party, and they're, like, sort of going through the facts of what could happen because the, de- yeah. the thing is about to start. And so, like, she's crying, and he tried, like, because the cameras are there, yep. he's trying to console her, and she's like, no. Like, you could see that it's a totally loveless she marriage. She wants him to let this go. He won't do he it. He won't do it. And then he, like, he almost realizes, you can almost see him turn to the cameras and be like, fuck, the cameras are here. And he's like, they're there. They're yep. there. Yep. Trying to console her. And she's like, just get off me. Like, yep. just leave me alone. And they're all still there. I know. He's living in the house. I know. And so, like, they're watching the trial on YouTube. Are we going to talk about this ornery judge? For 10 hours. (laughs) Judge Judy. I love her, but also, he's drinking out of this American flag mug. It's the biggest mug I've ever seen. He has to lift it with two hands. It's the size of his head. So when he goes to do You're high for detail in this app. Because I was like, every once I saw that Confederate flag, I was like, what else is Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so, when he drinks from it, you can't see his face anymore. That's how big it is. It's the biggest mug oh I've ever God. seen. And no one talks about how ridiculous it is. So we're watching this appeal via Zoom. And like, yeah. no one, it's just the lawyers talking. Right. Like, all the neighbors and Jeremy, they're all watching it on their own respective and YouTube And we're, couches. like, there's cameras in all their houses. So right. we're seeing all of their reactions. And Jeremy's already talking over everything that's happening. Yeah. Christy's super annoyed by him. But the judge is not to be fucked with. We yeah. don't know her name, but like, like Jeremy's lawyer is like, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. And she asked the judge to repeat her. I know. And the judge I goes, know. what exactly is the discrimination? She just says it louder and more aggressively. I know, I know. And the, right after that, one of the neighbors goes, oh, I like her. I- and I'm like, yeah. same. And the judge makes the good point. Like, the entire thing is about the event, not the person, not the religion. No one right. cares about his religion. Half yeah. of them believe what he believes. Exactly. The point is you're yeah. bringing in 10,000 people into a cul-de-sac and you're not allowed to. Right. Why, why are we here? I know. Why I know. has this gone on for four fucking years? I know. And there's like two you're other judges. You're wasting her time and she's letting everybody know. There's two other judges on the panel. They don't even talk. And she's like, let me ask you a question. Where's the religion in this? Crickets. Crickets. Right. She yeah. goes, I see a plastic Santa. I see shitty lights. I see hot chocolate. Yeah. At 
what point is he trying to like preach, which you probably can't fucking shove down everyone's throats anyway. Totally. And so Jeremy thinks that freedom equals like doing whatever he wants all the time. Right. And that's really not the case. No, of course not. And so he's calling people like the lawyer, like the neighbor's lawyer chimes in and they're like, yeah, like agreed, judge. And Jeremy's like, it's not their business. Oh, this isn't the First Amendment. Stop, stop, so then no one can practice of their faith. Then no one can do anything on their property. What a commie. That guy is a communist. What a commie. He's such a communist. He's a socialist. And I'm like, Jeremy, I know. you're off the fucking deep end here. He's just off the rails. And then he's saying, like, if we lose this appeal, we're going to take it to the Supreme Court. Like, number one, the Supreme Court's never going to, well, maybe. Actually, I, I was going to say they're never going to hear this. Maybe they will. I don't know. It's been a wild, wild time. But I'm like, and he says, if that happens, this will become a million dollar lawsuit. Jeremy, listen to yourself. I know. Give that money to your kids. No. Go to Disney World. <laughs> nope. Absolutely not. Oh, God. Can you imagine him at Disney World? I know. And then we're with the neighbors, and the neighbors are like, it does, even if we lose this, the scare part is that he's going to come after us individually. Right. Like, a, a loss suing the HOA is one thing. He's not going to stop there. Right. Absolutely. And they make the point that, like, for Jeremy, he can sue them basically for free because he's a lawyer. That's what he does. It's going to cost them all tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And so they have to wait, like, 12 to 24 months before the judge decides. We, like, that's still happening. We still don't know what happens. We don't know. And Christy is so fucking sad. Like, she basically just says, like, I wanted to have fun with the neighbors. I think uh -huh. I missed out on that. Christy, you did. And, and she's like, saying, like, I want to move because she really wants that cul-de-sac country life. She wants yeah. to be at the fucking bongo club or whatever it's called. Bunko. bunko. The bunko club. Making cookies for everyone and the yeah. kids playing and like that's the life she wants and he robbed her yep. of that. You're the enemy in that neighborhood, Christy. I'm sorry but you are. And his own parents said His intention was to become a senator and he thought because of the conservative nature of Idaho he had a good possibility of becoming a senator. He wanted to do things in life. Lawyer, uh, next level of president president he, he said i said really he said i i think i'd be a great president this was all a ploy to get the ultra right-wing conservatives on his side and then become senator and then become president god <laughs> fucking help us all because that's what's next i know he's gonna be in some in, t in five years time he's gonna be on the debates can you imagine yeah so i uh i googled jeremy oh yeah what he's doing on thanksgiving he wondered why don't the pilgrims have a church denomination still in existence is there a puritan group still practicing i'd look terrible in the big hat but i try it <laughs> Uh, November 9th, he says that Marco Rubio is a hero due to his views on abortion. And on October 10th, happy Columbus Day to all you anti-American, anti-Western culture types. Oh, wait, where is he posting this stuff? Facebook. Oh, my God. He's called, like, the Christmas guy or some bullshit. You know, we got to set up, a, a like, a Google alert so we can find out what happens. I know. I'm going to check again. I Googled. There is no update right now, but I've been Googling, like, since I first watched this in the summer. Oh, my God. So we'll keep you posted. But also, this is not how you do Christmas. We know no, how to do Christmas. We know how to You get a little bit drunk after two yeah and you go see the rock cats right you get a little snoopy you watch some snoopy yeah, you hang out and you don't do any of this you don't pick a fight where there isn't any no. merry christmas move on Come to Obsessed Fest year two, Dallas, Texas, October 20th to the 22nd. Yeah, you got it. Are you bringing back your Taylor Swift sing along? Yeah, if you would like me to, I'd be Are happy to do kidding? it. Well, okay, I'm not, if you say no, I'm not doing Obsessed Fest. Oh, I'm totally doing it. Fam, it's going to be two and a half full days of panels, meet and greets, meetups, karaoke, yeah. book signings. True crime stuff, not true crime stuff. It's a party. It's a party. It is a party. We're doing a live show. Odin, yes. He's doing a live show. Everybody who comes gets a book. Buy yeah. my book. Your book. My book. I'm going to sign it for yes. you. It's going to be so, so, so fun. fun. Join us there. Come see 
see me on my book party tour. I'm coming to a city near you in January, February, and early March. Yep. I'm going to read a chapter. We're going to play a game. It's going to be so fun. Go to truecrimeobsessed.com. Click on the CS Live link to get all that info. Yeah, it's going to be great. And join us at the Patreon. Yeah. More you and me. Yeah, just... Tons of it, for better or worse. It's where we cover all of the long-form series. So yeah. everything on Netflix, Hulu, that goes episode by episode. Yeah. 350 full bonus apps. Tons of videos. Our from live Obsessed show Fest. from Obsessed Fest, but also like our early live shows. Yeah. So much stuff there. There's a t- I mean, everything, I'm sorry, everything we do is a party. It's so fun. Because I just keep wanting, like, the Pace is a party. It is. Obsessed Fest is a party. We can't not have a good time. It's true. We don't know how. Oh, man. Uh, what are we doing next? We are doing the 2020 episode on the Happy Face Killer. Oh, shit. It's on Hulu. Oh, my goodness. I'm a obsessed with this. It's called Sincerely the Happy Face Killer. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's terrifying. All right, well, stay tuned for the trailer for that <laughs> and our funny and hilarious and probably rage-filled outtakes. Probably. Yeah. I'm sweating. It's December and I'm sweating. It is, what I the know. fuck is that, Jeremy? Another reason to hate him. <laughs> Bye. We love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Uh, my sister, Tanya Bennett, was murdered here. It was the most jumbled-up case I've ever seen in my life. It's beginning to become very bizarre to me. Laverne Pavlinak says she heard her boyfriend talking about killing a woman. She was a character, I can tell you that. A decade-long relationship that can only be described as dysfunctional, to put it mildly. The police start to zero in on John Sosnowski. No, no, no. Who's trying to put this on me? I don't remember going to no court today, no body, for God's sake. She says, I know he did it because I was there. She points out exactly where that body had been placed. She couldn't have missed it by 10 feet. I thought, my God, this woman was actually here. This was sort of like, Laverne, are you telling stories again? I always believed that the truth would would come out eventually. I just didn't think the truth would come out of the mouth of a serial killer like shoplifting. It is nothing like shoplifting. You're killing somebody. You okay? Yeah. <laughs> I think your water just attacked you. I was trying. It's on your face and on your glasses. I can Aaron, see it. can you zoom in on the glasses? I just got water all over my, my face. But you, the way it went out, you went, and it was like... You were being attacked. Like the I was, spirit of Christmas is like, now hold on. A I second. was trying really hard not to interrupt the moment. That's okay. You know what I mean? That's what we do here. We I interrupt know. moments. Oh, man. You all right? I got water all over my face. Okay. I'm going to take that from the top, everybody. Yep. Thank you so you much. You might be hearing this twice. So. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen. Oh, oh, uh, from, from, oh my God. What was his name? What was his name? Focus on the family guy. We did a documentary on him. I emailed with him for like a week until he yelled at me and told me not to email him again. And then he like blocked you or something. Wait, what's his name? My favorite moment is in, in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is when he's like standing in his office and all like the suits are walking into the conference room. Right. Fuck you and fuck you and fuck you and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>